0: Big news, friends. Mega has a live show, which we will also live stream. It's going to be at the Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles Saturday, March 16th, and it's a 4 p.m. matinee. We're going to have a lot of amazing guests, so get your tickets now by heading to our website, megathepodcast.com, and if you're a Patreon member, you get a discount. So join us live or virtually on March 16th and get your tickets now. You know the unmistakable sound of opening your freezer door, that little kiss well my freezer makes that kissing noise and i kiss it right back because it's filled with butcher box cuts that have made my life way more convenient delivered right to our doorstep free shipping always and curated customized box plans it saves me money and trips to the grocery store and i can meal plan for weeks at a time and i got leftovers to boot eat better this year with the best meat and seafood on the planet delivered to your door ButcherBox is offering mega listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. That's three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free. That's free in every order for a whole year. That's a whole year. Plus get $20 off your first order. Get a kiss from your freezer and your family and sign up today at butcherbox.com mega and use code mega to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Thanks, ButcherBox. When you listen to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, the comedy podcast, you get a belly full of laughs and a head full of real information. Our gallimofry of expert guests answer questions on stuff adults need to know. I have mold in my dwelling. What do I do? What's gerrymandering? What happens chemically when I fall in love? How do I handle a parent-teacher conference? What are microbes? Listen to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, Solve problems, get laughs. We are here, Lord, we are here, and we're
1: ready, ready. to Hiya, I'm Hallie Levant. Welcome to Inside Twin Hills, friends. I'm so glad you're joining us today. I have a word for you. Genesis 12 to 15 focuses on one man. And you know who that man is? Abraham. And he was part of the fulfillment of the promise of God, the promise that God made in the garden to redeem humanity. All Adam had to do was two things, believe and act on that belief. And when he does, you know what God did? He made an eternal covenant with him and with all his descendants, Israel and the church. So we too must follow the pattern of believe and act on that belief. So think about that this week, my friend. Our job isn't to prove or defend or even to think critically. Our job is twofold. Believe and act on that belief, my friends. Well, we do not have a mother in heaven. You know it's a father in heaven. The cosmic deity doesn't have XX chromosomes. He's a he, so he's got a cosmic X and Y. And I've got a fella here with an X and Y. How are you, Gray? Hey,
0: how is so good to see you. It's so great to be here.
1: I know. How you doing? Are you too blessed to be stressed, my friend?
0: Well, I am too blessed, but you know, I had a lot of stress this week oh, because no. I had um I had a, a pretty a pretty awesome story happen. So, the week started out, I had done the services and uh on Sunday and Monday morning, um I get a knock on my door. And I'm like, okay, that's pretty strange because huh. um, my condo complex has is gated. So first, I'm uh, not sure how someone's knocking on my door. Huh. I've had a lot of people uh, leaving pamphlets around, so I didn't, didn't want that. I open the door, and it's two of my kids. <gasps> it's Braxley and Zayden. And they're a young couple. Um, they've been dating a couple of years. They're both juniors. And I can tell they're really upset. I said, "Hey guys, it's pretty cold. Why don't you come inside?" Oh, no. So they came in, and for a long time, they they were really beating around the bush. They didn't want to tell me what was going on. And I said, "Hey guys, um, I've got. A, I'm, so, I'm really sorry, but I've got a 10 o'clock a.m. Uh, CrossFit class. I've got to get to. So if there's something you could need to say, why don't you go ahead and say it?" Well, they told me that they're pregnant.
1: <gasps>
0: and. Uh, oh! I was just really, it, it hurt. Aww. So I said, hey, guys, you know what? Let me, um, let me give you a bit of counsel. So I went ahead and I got on my app and I canceled the C- CrossFit class so I didn't get charged. But then I said, um, guys, at a time like this, um, there are no do-overs. We just have to look ahead, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I said, you, we've got a couple of options, and these, this is this is one of the hardest things you got to do as a youth pastor. So we have got two options. Okay, I said, um, well, first we can talk about adoption. Yeah, because there are a lot of parents out there should be parents that mm-hmm. don't have a kid yeah, who want right. a kid. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know, uh, whenever you do, and they're still very early. Okay, mm-hmm. so the they said they, had a, they were probably about six weeks pregnant. So I said, you have a lot of options. It's early on. Um, You're six weeks pregnant. You could give that kid up for adoption. Okay. Mm. When the time comes, we can prepare for that. (laughs) And then I I got them ready for option two. Yeah. And I said, you can keep it.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: I was like, those are the only two options. So at least you got options. Right. You've got options. You can keep it. Yeah. And they were like, I don't know if we can do that. And I said, hey. And then I said, let's pray about it. Mm. And now this is sometimes where prayer can be super helpful because I said, Father God, these two young people come to you today with a choice they can either give this child up for adoption or they can keep it and father god i just want you to put it on the hearts that they can keep it and sometimes i'll do you know sometimes i'll sort of kind of of lead them to what would be a better choice because Mm -hmm. really you don't want to get rid of the kid you know if you if you if you give a kid up for adoption you're not sure who's going to get it Right. Mm -hmm. So I said, why don't you just put it on the huts that they they can keep it? So they didn't, they didn't answer right then. Um, They, they, they went home and you know, what was awesome is I went to the 11 o'clock class and right when I got out at noon, I got into my car I got a text message they're gonna keep it and they're gonna have a they're gonna have a baby and so I and I said hey we're gonna talk about uh, getting you married too so we're gonna we're gonna talk about the wedding and um, that's gonna happen in two weeks
1: that's good yeah that's good so just
0: a lot of prayers for Braxley and Zayden
1: oh my land well I mean they might think well keeping it is going to you know I I can only put myself in the female shoes but I can only think that she would be like this is gonna ravage my body it's gonna destroy all my future options and was planning on going to college all that stuff well you can kiss all that goodbye but you know what you shouldn't have been playing with fire you know that's what right I, mean? I told
0: her that and uh well i didn't go quite into those details but i did t- i did say hey um you know i did say to zayden i said hey it's up to you now you gotta go to college you gotta get an education because she's gonna be at home taking care of the kid
1: yeah well, he probably won't be able to go to college because he's going to have to go to a gas station and get a job so he can start buying diapers.
0: Right. His parents are supporting him, so that's great. And he's also, he's probably not college material if we really think about it. Uh, so that's a, it's okay.
1: Well, it sounds like you really need to um, maybe get into some. Serious talks and climax about purity and about seeking purity and self-control and all that stuff.
0: Yeah. I'm thinking we are going to do a whole pure purity. After this, I'm thinking, hey, we got to do a purity theme week or maybe even a month where we just really drive it home. Like, hey, you don't want to be faced with these two options.
1: That's right. And if all your Climax kids see these two, you know, basically falling out of life and all their opportunity and possibility going away because they're doing the right thing by keeping it and raising it, and now they pretty much have no future or hope, like then that could really motivate the other kids to really, you know, zip up and get to school, get to college.
0: That's right. How was your week, Hallie?
1: It was so good. I had such an interesting thing happen this week. I I woke up and I had a voicemail, which is weird you don't get those as much anymore, you know? And so I listened to it and it says, hello, Hallie, this is Ashley Davis with the FBI. Really? Give me a call back at this number. I was terrified because I heard on the radio and whatnot, you know, I'm always watching Fox News and they say if people lie to the FBI, that you can go to jail. And not even that I would lie, but like, what if I made a mistake or something? So I got really scared.
0: And you can't trust the FBI right now. You really can't.
1: Well, that's what the president says. I, I, my whole life, I've watched all these movies with Tom Cruise and whatnot, and you think the FBI is good, right? right. And now the president says they're bad. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess they're bad, you know? So I'm right. scared to call. So I call this woman and um, she's, I'm being subpoenaed for a court case that I have to go testify in. And did you know that when you get subpoenaed, you don't have a choice. You have to go. I said, well, this doesn't really work out for me. You don't have a choice.
0: Really? I didn't. I've never been subpoenaed.
1: No. So they had me. So I, they, they get all my details or whatever, and then they pay for my cab or whatnot to go downtown and... um uh, show up at this court case. I put on a nice outfit. I go downtown, and I go into the courtroom, and it's just like people versus OJ. It's really intimidating. It's a big room. There's a there's a bailiff. There's a stenographer. There's a judge. There's a defense. There's a, a, a prosecution. A huge jury. The room is full. It's against some doctor or something right. who, who I had seen for a, taking a mole off my torso or something, and so uh, I go in there, and it's a very, very intimidating scene, and I get called up to the stand, and I have to go up there, and I sit down and um I was only up there for probably 5 minutes or whatever and I said, well, I'm just going to do my best to tell the truth and you know what happened was I got a few nice laughs in the room and I said, that's my type 5 everybody.
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. And you didn't bear false witness, which is really uh also great.
1: I did not. I did not lie. I I uh, I upheld the uh the ten, one of the 10 commandments. That's right. Not to bear false witness. So you know, it was kind of neat to see the inner workings and all that, because I saw people versus OJ, and now I got to live it, you know?
0: That's true, and it, it with the same outcome.
1: Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me, and that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis, and at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. We're both definitely too blessed to be stressed, which means it's time to move to too anointed to be disappointed. And I'm really excited about this because we get to welcome a dear friend who we love so well. And this is one of the more special people we've ever had because he has really had his hands in the honeypot of Twin Hills. And we wouldn't even be sitting in this room right now in Twin Hills without this man. Please welcome Lot Azdit. And We are so excited to have you live.
2: I'm excited to be here. I'm just, it couldn't be more excited to, uh... oh, get it closer. All right. Oh. Yeah, that's better. Well, I just, uh, I'm excited to be here with you two. I've always admired the show and uh, finally got an invitation. So I'm very excited to be here.
1: Oh, wait, you got to sit up towards sit the up? thing. Oh, got yeah. it. There okay. you
0: go. Yeah. That is so great. So tell us, uh, tell the listeners a little bit about what, what your background is and how you've had, uh, literally, you've had your hands all over this, this building.
2: Well, yes. I've, uh, I'm an architect. And I uh, am the man who put the original designs uh, for the church in. Uh, <laughs> so cool! To the city council. And, and, uh, and we got approval. And, and uh, as a result of that, I've become a designer of churches all over the nation and uh, in, in some cases all over the world. What? So this was your first large format church? This is the one that established my name, yeah, because it is, I think you'll agree, it's a beautiful church. Place Unbelievable. to what, be in, and, to look at. And what sort of buildings since you done before that? It had been mostly uh, diners. Oh, really? And uh, other food service. <gasps>
0: oh, now I like
1: when
2: they have... I had a, uh, I actually did a truck once. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, food which, truck. Was, uh, yeah which was a, a new experience for me. And it's, it's exciting because uh, I'm used to a foundation. Sure and I, I found right. myself on wheels. So and it, it's it, a new it, challenge. It, well, it, it taught me something to, to not just lay roots, but to explore. Wow. So i am, wow. I feel like a food truck myself.
0: That's oh, is great. That
1: neat. That's probably why that the great? food
2: court here is So I mean, it's when people come here, they go, "Wow, this is an amazing food court." <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't want to get skimp. It's it's uh, we had the funds. Yeah. Uh, praise God, and uh, I thought let's make it a theme. Let's make it really uh, something that people want to come to. Even if they, even if they're not coming to worship, That's they right. might want to swing by and, and get some food at the church uh, on a Wednesday. Right? Yeah.
0: Because yeah. if they come in these doors and they have this food, they might come back to worship one day. Mm-hmm.
2: Which is an awesome well, That's another thing. Yeah. You, know, you try to you, you, you're gonna you think of it as a honey trap.
1: That's right. right. Now I'm sure a lot of listeners, they know Lot Azdit from you have Lot Azdit designs in downtown mm-hmm. Indy, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. That's your storefront.
2: That's where I yeah, that's where Those I your the my shingles. But uh, I I do travel quite a lot and I'm happy uh, to say that we're now working on a new wing right here at it's, twin hills
1: Okay, i don't know if everybody knows if you've been on campus you can see that they've been breaking ground
2: well this is this reason they've been passing around the plate twice yeah that's right that's right and you've seen the cranes there's two giant
0: cranes right now that are hovering over so sort of the western part of the building mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i would say the hole in the ground is uh well, it's sizable yeah it's
1: sizable. i mean are you the one how do you even know that do you order those cranes like are you the one doing all that
2: well, I'm the one uh, who, who makes the decision for how many cranes we need and why we need them and, and yeah. uh, sometimes who's running them. I've, I've gotten up there a couple of times myself on the what? crane. Really? Yeah, and just wing that thing around. It's a dangerous, dangerous device.
1: Wow.
2: I, I'll, I'll tell you, I almost took the steeple off. Really? Oh, my
1: goodness.
2: <laughs> well, I, I slowed down my roll. Wow.
1: Well, you really got a,
0: it. So what, how did I, you? Physics is weird. Yeah. Physics is very, very strange. Sometimes I'm like, hey, you know, we're using physics to lift this uh, heavy thing, but then people are also like, hey, we're going to use physics to try to disprove God. And i just like, hey, you know what? Those are two opposite things to yeah. me. One's yeah, really yeah. useful. One is uh, one is garbage. It's a distraction. What
1: is physics?
2: Ah, well, physics is uh, the provable, repeatable uh, laws that govern the way things move and how they react to each other.
1: Great. Wow. That's, okay, that's a great definition. But now why then do people try to use it to disprove God?
2: That's I feel like God created
1: physics.
0: Right, I just
2: don't understand that. Wow. It's ridiculous because uh, physics is the proof of God. Oh, wow. Because it's perfect. Oh. Uh, well, Do you know what I mean?
1: Yes, absolutely. We couldn't think of
2: physics. Right. Only he could think of physics.
1: Isn't that right? Yeah. I didn't even know what it was. I didn't take it in high school.
2: And, you know, uh, v- he, he is... Of course, perfect, and he's made us, you know, uh, want to achieve perfe- perfection. Yeah, through him. Yeah, and uh, and I think giving us knowledge. Yeah, is is the best way. The thing is, we got to know where the knowledge should come from. That's right. right.
1: Well, you are a perfect example of how we are truly made in the image of God, because God is a creator. And look at you. You make things. You create things. We're sitting in this gorgeous building By that you grace. created.
2: By his grace. He made me someone who can learn. I have the ability to learn. That's what's great about a human being, is that you learn something once and you remember. Oh, just towards the Just towards
1: the mic. There you go. Uh, now, you must be a good drawer. Can you do uh, you know, visual art?
2: Yeah. Well, I, I draw on graph paper. Okay. Ooh. Oh, and that, uh, that's how you—that's
0: uh, how you know he's an architect. He's always got. <laughs> graph I have type some here. I noticed me, that. That's neat looking. Yeah. I so like could that. you show
2: us a little bit of a, a sketch of what sure. you're thinking for the new building? Okay. Um, well, this is not just what I'm thinking. This okay. is the plan. So, oh wow! Right, just get this here. Oh. Okay. Now look, uh, here is. Oh wow. That's the hole. Okay. okay. And I'm drawing over that hole now, and you can see that it is kind of. Um. Pyramid-shaped. Right. Ooh, you see?
1: Like that place in Vegas.
2: That's right. Kind of an inspiration. Have you been to Vegas? I, I have not been, but Hallie has been. Yeah. I wouldn't go again.
1: Well, you know, the cards and the you know the f- flesh trade.
2: That's what, that's what I thought I would see a lot of, and I did not.
1: What did you see?
2: Oh, it was mostly just uh, children and, and their parents. Oh, oh right. really? Yeah. yeah, it's
1: kind of like an amusement park now, isn't it?
2: Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Sort of another reason not to go, if you think about it. Mm. Um, so there's a pyramid, sort of yeah, on so, the
2: side. but this is uh, not a pyramid of say the Egyptian <laughs> right, or the I'm Mayans, not. or something. Oh, this is yeah. a this is a Christian pyramid oh. that points up toward heaven. Yes, and has five sides instead of four. Wow.
0: A five sided pyramid. Wow. I can't even
2: see. That's that's where I'm like, I'm not an
0: architect, because I can't even picture it.
1: But but look, the way you're doing it, you're drawing mm-hmm. in 3D. Uh-huh. And so we can kind of see how it, that's incredible. But it's what's inside
2: that. that's really stunning Okay, for me. okay. Because this will be what we're going to call the spillover room. Mm. Um, uh-huh. And you know what I'm talking about. And yeah, if you don't absolutely. out there listening, it is uh, the room where we put our, our worshipers, uh, who don't fit in the auditorium because we are a, a big church now and I'm growing. so proud of that. Yeah, yeah. I feel a little bit of responsibility yeah, for that yeah. because of the edifice. Right. They I mean, you built, the, you built the box and then then it, it filled up. Yes. And you, you open the doors and look See at all the all people. The people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you did that. You did that lot. So there's a lot of people coming and they want to worship with everybody else and so we're going to put them in a different room. Oh, yeah. And um, here's the... Here's the great thing, is I'm going to make this state-of-the-art. They're going to feel like they're in the main room. Yeah. And the way we do that is there's a huge screen that takes up the entire back wall there. Wow. The wall you face when you're sitting. And uh, we're going to project what's going on in the main room yeah. where everybody else is watching the sermon live and the bands live and, uh-huh. the, and the people doing little... Uh, Plays yep. from the Bible yep. and and all of that, testimonials, all of that going up on the stage. They're going to be in the other room looking at this big screen, full size, and and it's a life-size picture, and we're going to hand out. As people come in, they're going to get 3D glasses. Oh, wow. Not just a little pamphlet <laughs> telling you what the sermon's going to be. They're going to get glasses.
0: Wow. You know, that's the thing, because a lot of times people say, I don't feel like I'm there when I'm in... A, a different room watching mm-hmm. it on the screen. Sometimes people even say, a lot of people will say, I don't even feel like I'm there when I'm there because mm-hmm. they still they like to watch the IMAG instead of actually watching the stage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's such a cool way of actually making people feel like they're in the room without being in the room. Yeah.
1: Yeah, a lot of people might want to be in the spillover room as a first choice.
2: It may be. Oh. I'll tell you why, too, because I'm going to put some, I want to make it just like a great IMAX theater. Uh, mm. Modern, state of the art. I'm going to put recliners in there. Oh. I want to have some uh, what they call chair service. If you want, if you want some food or a drink, uh, brought to your chair, and then that's some of awesome. some are love seats, and oh, you know, that's awesome. a man and his wife can sit that's right. in a love seat and 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 have their love oh. right there in in front of the screen. That's incredible. That is so cool.
1: I mean, that is... So, now I'm looking at your drawing. What is the outside going to be? Is that glass? Is that wood? Like, what is the structure made out of?
2: It's a
0: mirror. The whole thing is a mirror. So, it's sort of like a miramid. (laughs)
2: Oh, that's the I never thought of that. Now, is there some significance to that?
1: That's incredible.
2: Well, uh, it doesn't interfere with the landscape. It just reflects it back. Wow. But then also... uh, you see yourself in it, so you, you walk up to a church and you see yourself in the church, right? And you say, "Oh, if I'm already in there, I should go in there." And then he, that's my thought.
1: Oh my gosh! But
2: then also, this is also what I'm thinking: is certainly we are God's children. That's right. And just like any parent is reflected in their children, I like to think that we are the reflection of God, and so I want Him to look down. And not only see the reflection of himself in us, but also see his own face.
1: The layers
2: of meaning. It's just so awesome. I have a degree.
1: Oh, man. You must have a lot of degrees. So you had to go to college, and then what do you do? Do you go to graduate school? What do you do?
2: I went to an art and design school, which had architecture as one of the uh, subjects. I had a lot of different art training
1: yeah
2: uh some of which i approved of and some of which i did not oh really? i had to learn a lot of things that i did not want to learn <laughs> i can tell you that
1: oh right. like did they make you do life drawing and all that kind of yes, stuff? yes
2: i had to sit in a room with a gentleman who was completely without clothes <sighs> uh, that would and, be uh, so uh, and draw his architecture wow yeah it was uncomfortable
1: did you just skip the you know bathing suit parts, or did you have to do? No, that, that
2: is I mean it's part of the course. You oh, have to no. you have to really study. Now is that is it? Wow. I, I'm just gonna.
0: I, I, I've never done art. I've never tried it, but I just wonder. You know, is that sort of the agenda of someone at a liberal university being like, "Hey, we could oh. cover him up, but we're not
2: going to, and we're going to make you draw those bits." Well, I, I, one assumes. Right. I mean I never heard anybody talking like that right. that this is you know some insidious plot. Right. But I mean I can infer that I think I think seeing someone who's naked professionally. Mm. I mean I'm not a doctor. I'm not a I'm 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 not a doctor. I'm not anyone who should see anybody naked. I'm not a doctor. I am not a preacher. I'm not anyone who would have the right to examine someone who is naked and I I had to sit there and I was drawing with a very thin pencil, so I was drawing every little hair, every reflection of each hair, every curve, every fold, every every bit of it. I mean, I I really, I I got to know another man's genitalia very well. Wow, very well. That must
1: haunt you to this day,
2: right? I, I still close my eyes and I see it quite often.
1: No, it's like burned on the
2: inside of your eyelid. Plus, then on top of that, I'm. I worry about the actual artwork. You know, I'm uh-huh. always fixing it in my head. I'm always changing that the structure and the and the and the placement of the hair and oh, the yeah. veins you, or whatever. You're still working on that drawing in my head.
1: Now I feel like I've seen something about how it's it's hard to draw a a linen, you know, that's wrinkled up or it has folds in it. They could have just put a little handkerchief over his, you know, bits. Well,
2: listen, there's uh, depending on who you're looking at, there's a lot of folds. Yeah. In the human body, too.
1: Yeah. And and in the same way that there are folds and wrinkles and this and that, they could have just put a little uh, piece of fabric there and you could have done the folds of the fabric.
2: Yeah. You're right. But I would have gotten a C.
1: And and did you get an A on that? I, I got hope an you A. Did. Oh, yeah. Thank oh, goodness. Because Good. I've
2: worked, I, mean, I did. I worked very hard. Thank goodness. Very, very hard. That's
1: how I felt like when we had to dissect animals. I'm an animal lover and, mm. I, and I had no choice in school. Sometimes they can do that in schools. They can make you do stuff you just do not want to do but you know did you know the lord then were you able to pray yourself through that day or what
2: eventually i mean i, I had to put i think i had to put the lord on the back burner uh, sure. just for a little while right right because i had to go into recesses of my mind mm-hmm. these cloisters that i was not aware of before and and frightened me a just, lot. just to draw just to draw just to see things as they are that's that's the hard part about going to school, learning from people who are not, you know, of the uh, of the right way of thinking. Yeah. Um, is that they they will show you uh, truths that are not you know you don't want to deal with. It. You don't want to have to worry about things. You shouldn't and have to. And they yeah. truths that aren't true, basically. Well, well yeah. things things that are hidden inside my mind mm-hmm, that right. I had successfully closed off or mm-hmm. never even approached. I think in my mind as a house, and there's an attic which I don't go to. Oh yeah, sure. And um, and I went to school, and they opened that attic door, and I went up in there, and I looked all around, and I stayed there for a little while.
0: Wow. Yeah,
2: um, it, 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 when it was Friday, it's like a haunted house. This really. is a,
1: are, are, this is an argument for Christian education, I think.
2: Yeah, you
0: know, I, I sometimes like to think um, once you become a Christian. Yeah, before you but you were a Christian, you had the world. You were looking at the world, and you're saying, "Hey, this is this is how things are." But then, when you become a Christian, you almost get this, um, you know, like when you you wear a. Uh, some of those special glasses that give give everything a different um like polarized glasses and mm. it makes everything brighter mm. um it takes the glare and cuts it and then you, it gives colors different looks i kind of think of like being a christian like that we're like hey i'd much rather look at the world like this yes. mm-hmm. because it makes it look a whole lot better than when i didn't have these glasses right
1: yeah i, I you know I don't know what age you were when you found Christ. I feel like I was sort of born into it. I was kind of always knew Christ, and it was just always part of my life. And um,
2: that's lucky, I think.
1: I think I am lucky. I'm very blessed.
2: Yeah. All right. Not and, to have any other influence from birth.
1: That's right. I mean, oh
2: what? That's right. Um, how lucky can kind of person be? I know.
1: I really have to thank my parents for that. And because of that, I'm here to tell you, I've never seen that part of my body, never, and I never will. I absolutely never will. I've never seen it you know, I have to interact with it in certain ways, you know, but I always use a very thick loofah in the shower mm-hmm. and I use a lot of TP and that's about it. Yep. And I, I'll never see it and I never will. And my husband Lance never has and never will, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, I, I, that's the way I like it because you know what? I don't know if I have an attic and I don't want to know. Right. That's
2: right. Well, I mean, I could show you some of my drawings, but I don't think you want to see them.
1: Oh, I just, my heart breaks for you a lot. It really does. I can see the pain on your face. But you know what? He doesn't give us anything that we cannot withstand, right?
2: That's right. We just get stronger.
1: Isn't that right?
0: (laughs) It's so cool that we're doing life together with you lot because, um, you know, when we have someone in our church that is a designer, a builder, an architect, you're basically doing on a, on a small
2: scale what God does on a big oh, scale well, every single day. Oh, my goodness, mm-hmm. that's a big responsibility <laughs> to say that. Now, I, I, much smaller scale, but in His glory. That's right. Um, do, you ever, do you ever think like, um, hey, I'm building
0: something. I'm getting a bit of a complex here. Maybe, I'm, maybe I've am maybe i got a like, it, do you ever think like maybe I'm, because I could destroy what I build, I could build what I build? Do you ever have to check yourself to make sure you're not going a bit too far and saying, "Hey, I'm may, maybe I'm being a bit
2: like too much like God." Well, I I like to what I like to do is be inspired by God instead of feeling Ooh. like God. I like to be okay, inspired great. by His methods, and I, and so there's several things uh, in the church now and and in the new wing that will seem mysterious Ooh. and unexplainable. Like what? Um, well, there's. Uh, I want to have uh, in the new place. I want to have hanging from the ceiling, uh, an orb, oh. and the orb uh, will alter its shape as you watch it. What? I'm not going to tell you how I do this, but the orb <sighs> will alter its shape, and I want people to look up and say, "And how? How did Lot do that? Wow. And and I'm hoping that they will think it's a miracle. Yeah. It's a miracle, unexplainable, unexplainable. I mean, I know how it's done, and it's, it's just a, it's a physics thing, uh-huh. um, and it's it involves. I don't want to say it anyway. Okay, I'm hoping that although it is some something very simple and, and and explainable, that they will see it as
0: a miracle. You know, when people <sighs> come into the church now, a lot of times you hear them say, "That's a lot."
1: Mm. <laughs> it is, it and I is, always go. It it is actually, lot. It, is. it is. The lot. guy
0: who built this whole thing's name is Lot. But they, you know, they'll see the four escalators or something. They'll be like, "That's a lot," because you know, who needs that many escalators? And I'll say, "Hey, we need them, and they, yeah. they
2: were all there for a reason." Right? Yeah, I get a lot of jokes said about my name because it's an unusual name, at least in, in this world.
1: That's right. Lot. I've never met a lot.
2: No, and uh, and you know what? I, they, I, I think they're all funny. Uh, like when I, if I'm, if I'm parallel parking, you know, friend will drive by and say, hey, a parking lot. And ah. just, <laughs> I, <laughs> never, never,
0: um. never fails to make me laugh. Oh, so your good. parents must, so now did your parents name you a lot or is that something that you took on? Because nope. it, seemed, it seems like if you didn't.
1: Is it a professional if, yeah, name? Yeah, professional
2: or, name. Or was or it, or it your is given it, name? It is my given name. Wow. wow.
1: Is it short for something?
2: Not that I'm aware of. I think it's just it's the just Bible's lot. lot. yeah. Oh, you're and,
1: named after Lot from the Bible.
2: Well, what other
0: Lot is there? Really? I've never I've heard never of one. Exactly. You're of right. One. And that's an interesting name to give a child from mm-hmm. the Bible because I've never heard of anyone naming the child after Lot. But, you know, it's it's a good reminder because Lot
2: is a, a cautionary tale. Cautionary
0: tale. Yeah. Really yeah. important.
2: And I married a very salty woman, I can tell you this. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> and you have a high blood pressure is what yes, you said. <laughs> so, like, so, salt could be deadly. But, Eunice, I'm just joking.
1: I love Eunice. I think she's a hoot and she's a holler. Yeah,
2: she's she's a she's a holler for sure.
1: Does she get scared because Lot's wife did turn around and look, and then was turned into a pillar of well, song?
2: see that's something we have decided since our first uh, our honeymoon that I would uh, I would never look at her when we're being intimate. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah,
1: yeah. Seems like that's great. It seems
2: like you know you didn't ha-
0: you, you know after you've had to look at that. That guy without the covering—it's yeah.
2: probably good for the rest of your life. You never look at anything like
0: mm-hmm.
2: that. Well, especially my good lady wife, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and and I think that's what the the—you uh, never look back, never look back, uh-huh. never look back. And sometimes, depending on what we're doing, if I turn my head back, uh-huh. I can see her. Um, oh, right. depending on what we're doing.
1: Sure, sure. I mean, the marriage bed is undefiled,
2: and uh, so sometimes. Uh, I just keep looking forward.
1: That's good. Right. That's good. Or you know, well, maybe you don't want to close your eyes because then you might see the man's.
2: Well, that's another thing. I got to keep my eyes completely open
0: during the act. Right. Now, would you mind just drawing on the graph because I'm having trouble kind of imagining.
2: So if you. Oh, when I look back, back, yeah. 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 Okay. So. Okay, so
1: that now is that Eunice? I'm here. Okay, that's Um, you. This is me. Okay.
2: You think this is me, but this is Eunice. Oh, Oh, really? Oh, wow. Wow, she mar- looks- you know what? I'm not married, so I don't know.
1: Well, I can't tell. Is, is she facing this way or this way?
2: No, she's facing me.
1: I see. Oh, that's neat. Okay. And so you're just like, you're, are you just looking up towards the corner of the room or something?
2: I am concentrated on anything but what's happening.
1: I got it. That makes, man, I think that's a gift you're giving her. I would love, I, I would love that. I would truly love that. What a gift. What a gift. I mean, the older I get, you know, I know nobody wants to see an aging woman, and I just want to say, like, just don't look at me, you know? And so I think you're giving Eunice a great gift, although I will say she's
0: a beaut. Do you have kids?
2: Are we still drawing? Oh, I'm sorry. I was just concentrating on this part right here. Oh, okay. I think I'm getting it. I think I'm getting it.
0: Oh,
1: I see. Exactly no now I can see what you're what saying about saying. the detail that yeah. you, you draw with. Yeah, yeah. She's a lucky woman. I'm yeah. looking at that photo or that drawing.
0: I mean, yeah. it is she's like a, a photograph woman. almost. It's it really photo realistic. Yeah.
1: It really is. You even did her hair. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Even you even put shadows under her hair mm-hmm. and her bangs.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow, that's the hardest part mm-hmm.
1: Oh, look at that. It's mm-hmm. amazing that you
2: are oh, an architect that. and you can draw like that. Yeah, there Looks like That's, that life
1: drawing class did did pay off in terms of your skills.
2: But it's always up there. It's always up in my head. Wow. Wow. Do you have do you have I mean kids? I look at I look at what I've just drawn and I am upset.
1: Oh. Yeah. Well here, just put your water it's bottle over it. Okay. Okay, there you go.
2: Yeah. Pretty good though.
1: Yeah. That was a good drawing.
2: Now, uh, do you have kids? We have one. Okay.
1: Oh, what a treat. Yeah. Only
2: child. Uh, he is. And uh, and we just love him to death. Oh. Uh Abendigo is his name. Great.
1: Oh, Wonderful, do you yeah. call him ab Abby uh
2: no, a lot of people say you call him Ben I didn't think about that oh
1: sure yeah But it
2: wasn't you know we we called him right up until now we've been calling him uh dego oh
1: okay hey dego
2: dego dego right. accent now, on the on the end how do you spell that um d e g o dego dago. Dago. Right. Dago. right
1: oh wow, let's hope nobody reads it wrong. It says dago you know what I mean
2: oh, I never thought of that yeah, oh. I what? think they can look at him and know he's not right.
1: Now, what's he like? Is he going to be an architect like his dad?
2: Right? Is he a builder I, too? I don't know. He's he's very quiet, um, more quiet than I think that we, we would want him to be. Um, and he's very private. Mm. Um, he's, uh, he's just turned uh, twelve, oh. and uh, he's he's got his own little personality for sure. But it's a very quiet one, and uh, and he doesn't like um, doesn't like to be the center of attention but yeah. he's he's sensitive and he's um he's just uh i think i think he, he well he's he's still wet in his pants okay oh. and I think that makes him uh uncomfortable That's and hard. you know i, I think it's school it's kind of a a little secret between him and the teacher yeah right and you know i'll get a phone call well you know oh, you Well, know. he does it during the daytime during school hmm. yeah. And uh, oh. I'll get a I'll get a little private phone call, and uh, the teacher will say, you know, DeGo has uh, has had an accident again, and we might want to bring him something. So I'll come, and I'll very discreetly, because we don't want anybody to know about it. Yeah, I'll very discreetly bring him some new undies and hmm. and uh, a pair of pants, maybe some shoes sometimes, because that's also yeah, does affect it. DeGo DeGo is gone again. That's yeah, right. oh. yeah. Dude, uh. <laughs> I just understood that gone, D- He's, D- he's gone. D- again. D- DeWent. He DeWent. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's uh, right. Deco DeWent. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. These are the sort of fun things we love to play
0: with on this podcast.
1: <laughs> now, where do you come from? Where did you grow up, Lot?
2: Well, I grew up uh, uh, just three towns over Oh yeah, in Glen Ellen. Yeah. And um, uh, with my uh, mother and father. Oh. And uh, I think I had a pretty normal Uh, upbringing if that's what you're asking i don't know what you're asking yeah but um we were brought up in uh uh, the presbyterian church there Uh, oh presbo yeah and uh and i was involved as much as i could be yeah i would i put out the little uh uh, salerno crackers Mm. after uh after Mm. service that sounds good that was my job Put out the crackers. We get a lot. a lot of
0: Presbyterian, uh, Presbyterians coming here because mm-hmm. you know the biggest part of being a Presbyterian is you got to be boring. <laughs> yeah. and they say you know we're the frozen chosen. That's right. And then they come here and they warm up a little. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's why we're here, right?
2: That's right.
1: Yeah. Well, I noticed on your cell phone. Yeah, I like those big cell phones. Those really—you got the yeah, biggest I one.
2: I, I wanted to put them in my pocket, but I got to wear it around my neck like this.
1: That's really neat. Um, I noticed. I like your case. That—that's the. Um, what's that called with the man?
0: Oh, that's a cell phone. Uh,
1: that's a cell phone.
0: Oh, I thought that was some kind of heart monitor.
1: Oh.
2: Oh no, this is. Well, it it could be that, I guess. One day it will be. Right.
1: Now, what is that? That's Picasso's man or. Vitruvian. Vitruvian. What? Or who's the artist? Vinci. Da Vinci. Yeah. That's Da Vinci's man, huh? That's right. Oh, that's a cool case. Yeah.
2: Right, it's just really a sketch. He didn't really finish the details. Oh, yeah. I like that you blocked the, the bits out, though. Well, you have to. I mean, you walk around, especially around here. Right. Sure. You don't want to walk down uh, people worshiping and see that.
1: What would you put on there? Is that just like an oil paint right over his bits? or what It's just you... a smudge. Oh, wow. Yeah. You just smudged it out.
2: Well, I improved it, I think. I like uh, to think that I took Da Vinci's uh, Perfect Man and made him just a little better.
1: Yeah. Time. I think it looks cool. That's really great. It's kinda like when Michael Jordan spreads his arms in that one poster. He's got a he's got long wings, doesn't he? Absolutely. Yeah. Now, what are you drawing? It looks like look at this. It looks like he's kinda grey. I just have to point this out. It looks like he's kind of like mindlessly sketching.
0: That's right. But look at
2: he's
1: not even looking at the paper. I've been thinking this whole time, he's, he's looking drawing. at you and me, but he's drawing... Oh, that's us.
2: What? I, yeah, I'm drawing the both of you right that now. That is amazing. Oh,
1: my goodness gracious. And, and it incredible. kind of looks,
0: the way you put it on the paper, like, well, we're looking at you and I'm um, drawing a, you and your wife.
1: Oh, we're watching it. Wait, here's somebody who has multiple degrees so you're really going to be helpful on this because just like Moses was given a couple tablets that turned his hair white I've been given a letter here in our mailbag and I hope it does something to our hair maybe it'll curl our hair fellas um uh, are you ready for uh, can we answer a question together you should lot
2: let's do it all right could you still I'm down. sorry great just look this way just look okay. your left yeah. a little bit oh,
1: that's, good. that's a good angle okay could
2: you, not, yeah, not just not just your head though okay oh my
0: whole body that's it Actually, if you'd like, I can, uh, if you, because if I use the chair kind of to do some dips, oh, then yeah. you get the sides of the, um, my lats oh, yeah. 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 and See, my tries. It,
1: it's good that you're wearing a big puffer Patagonia vest with no um, sleeves and that you've just got bare arms because that way Locke can really do the, he can get the definition of your try and bicep and all that. Because
2: oh, that's great because today's a try week.
1: Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good.
2: You have what we called in school pretty triceps.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah.
2: That's an academic term. It's an artistic one, I think, yeah. Wow.
1: Here's the letter. Hey, friends. I'm a senior in high school, and I just went on my visitation of state schools. Oh. When I told my host student I was a Christian, he gave me a book to read called Why I'm Not a Christian oh, by boy. Bertrand Russell. Oh, boy. Oh, my heart breaks. It was pretty short, and I read it in two days. Hmm. And now I'm having trouble forgetting some of the things I read in that book. Any tips on getting rid of doubt once it's in your head? Your friend, Gen G.
0: Gosh, this is so similar. similar to what you went through of once you've seen something. Mm. Mm-hmm. You've, what do you do
2: to, to lock it back up in that attic? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I'll tell you what I did. Uh, I went back home. I went, lived with my parents again. Oh, because oh, really? they are the influencers. They are the ones who taught me how to live in this world. Yeah, that's right. And, um, and they don't have college educations. <laughs> they uh, they knew what they know now, hmm. they knew as children. Wow. Everything they know. So they're innocent.
1: Yeah, that is
2: the curious. really cool. Right. That's awesome. And they have a a positive outlook on the world. Right. They don't... You know, when I was a kid, I didn't watch the news. I didn't read the newspaper. And they still don't. Wow. And that—that that is a great influence on... on you want to stay happy? Only bring happy things into your life. Only look at happy things. Mm. Only think about the ways that God has provided you happiness. Mm. And just ignore everything else.
1: Yeah.
2: You know? I think that's a great way to look at it and think about
0: it because... You know, a lot of times when um, I like to think about ideas, like there, you're at a. At, um, have you ever been one of those sushi restaurants where uh, the sushi comes down a conveyor belt? Oh, that's so fun! Oh, it's the best. Re- uh, Indianapolis has some of the best sushi. So when I'm at one of those places, I'm going, okay, uh, maybe I'll have a bit of this fish. Maybe I'll have a bit of this um, rice. Maybe I'll have a, have a bit of those uh, beans that you, you know. Pop the little beans out of. Maybe I'll have a bit of the the ginger or whatever. I don't know the names for them. I well, just,
1: there's the bright green stuff, and you right. can mix it with the brown liquid stuff.
0: So that's how I think about ideas, right? Oh. So if you, you've got this roommate that's saying, "Hey, why don't you take a look at this book?" and you look at the title and you think, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, mm-hmm. no." Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna take a bit of that because I don't wanna get charged for it later. Right. Because as soon as you take mm-hmm. if you're at those sushi restaurants, as soon as you take it off the conveyor belt, you're gonna be charged for it whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like I like to think, hey, don't even take it down because eventually you're gonna you're gonna pay the price for it and that's what I think this this uh this listener is doing. They're gonna pay the price for that for a pretty long time.
1: Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. I wish you hadn't read it. Um, I just really wish you hadn't, you hadn't read it. But I think we can really successfully repress a lot of these thoughts, even like what you're saying, back up to the attic, mm-hmm. like Lot did, you know?
2: Well, I also think that uh, it's, a, it's a plea for critical thinking, mm-hmm. this book, mm-hmm. this so-called book. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, why not be a critic? Mm-hmm. You know, right. You've read the book. Now criticize it. That's right. Right Now say, this is where you're getting it wrong. Right. Here's what I didn't like. Here's what I did like. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and review that book in your own soul. That's right. So that, uh, and, and, you know, go in having, you know, judging it by the cover. That's right. Because all you need to know is that title.
1: That's right. right? That's right. You can judge a book by its cover. This is the
2: perfect incidence where wow. you can judge that book by its cover. Because I don't want to open that book because... I have enough information in my head. That's right. To be happy.
0: That's awesome,
1: isn't that right?
0: I just want to remind everyone too. On Mondays, it's all you can eat at
2: um Roll, which is um, that's uh, a good one, which is over at the mall. And I'm aware that they only have uh, sushi that gets pulled out of Lake Michigan. That's right. Yeah, it's completely local. Yeah.
1: That's good to have local fish.
2: It's only traveled a few dozen miles.
1: You know what I have to say about this um, is that. I don't know much about the laws of physics. I didn't even know what it was, but I do know this: it's pretty difficult to prove a negative, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Right. That's you, right. You that's can't right. prove a negative. So, but when somebody says God isn't, I'm like, well,
2: you show, you show me where that's showing itself. See, right? You can't you can't point at a river and say, well, God doesn't exist. See, exactly.
0: Uh, you can't point at a changing orb and say. God's not there. I right.
2: can't wait right. to see that. Thing. Yeah. I, I that can't orb, wait. That orb, I think, is, is going to help you people into the, the realm of miracles. That's They're right. going to really re- see that miracles are real.
1: And if we study that orb in the same way you studied that man's body, hmm. if we study it, maybe we'll start seeing it when we close our eyes. And maybe that's what we'll be picturing in in the, in the marital bed.
2: Well, wouldn't it be wonderful if, if something I designed became uh, what children grow up thinking god looks like oh wouldn't that be something
1: and because until we get to heaven we don't know only god knows what he's seeing when he looks down at your new Mm -hmm. mirror building and what is reflected back Mm -hmm. at his face
2: Mm -hmm. maybe it's that orb
1: Lot Asdit was played by Scott Adsit. I love this man so much, and it's such an honor to have him here. You know him and love him from 30 Rock, Big Hero 6, and Veep. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie LeBont, and Gray Haas is played by Greg Hess. Our incredible producer is Ryan Countshouse. Follow us on your favorite form of social media and send a letter to our mailbag at Gmail. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and if you like the podcast, please support us on Patreon.